0: Hello and welcome to Becoming Your Own Best Friend, a show about self-esteem with your host, Randy Havison. In this show, we're going to be talking about self-esteem, what it is, how to build it, and how to get rid of the obstacles that get in the way of our success. So join me now as we explore Becoming Your Own Best Friend. Hi, thanks for tuning in. Um, Today's episode is going to focus on how self-esteem can be damaged. Um, Over the last few weeks, as I've been doing more and more of these, I continually get approached by people and seem to be engaged in conversations around self-esteem. And I've been acutely aware of how people relate to themselves and the world and to those around them. And one of the things that has become really just glaringly obvious to me is how poorly people treat themselves and how poorly people talk to themselves. And you know the whole point of this, the whole point of my books and my workshops and all of that is to get people to start treating themselves like their own best friend rather than their own worst enemy. And that's the whole goal. I mean, think about what this world would be like if it was filled with people that had high self-esteem and treated themselves with esteem and respect and, and treated others the same way. I mean, I, I just see it as being such a more incredible world to live in. So that's my goal for this, is to help one person at a time to start treating themselves like their own best friend rather than their own worst enemy. And as I talked to people, and it reminded me of, you know, clients I had back when I was a therapist, and I would work with people one-on-one, and I would work with groups. And I just... What I want to talk about today is how we damage our own self-esteem and how we do this on a regular basis and how difficult it is to change it but yes it can be done. And and the thing that I want to talk about is the darkness that we have inside. You know, before I've talked about the hole that's inside of us. And we all have this hole and we're ashamed of it and embarrassed by it and we attempt to hide it and cover it up. And we do things that we think are going to make us feel better for the short term, like drugs, or um, using food in an inappropriate way, or alcohol, uh, sex, other things, in order to feel good momentarily. But yet, in the long run, it doesn't do anything to fill that hole and help us to feel better about who we are and where we fit in the world. So, this is a hard one for me, because to be totally honest, that, that voice that is so dark is still inside of me as I see it is for so many people, but I've learned over the years how to not combat the voice and, and all of that stuff because I don't think that we fight it. The more we fight it, the more it wins because it's strong. Um, You know, an analogy that I use for this, and I use this with my clients, it's the whole Star Wars principle. You know, the movie Star Wars, it's about the force and the light and, and battling the dark side. And I think one of the reasons why this metaphor resonates with people so well is because we all have that battle going on inside of us. And it seems like it's so easy. I mean, when you hear the emperor say, give in to the dark side, you know, it's almost like if you surrender and give up. You fall into the dark, which means it's easy just to give up and go that route, to stay in the light, to battle for the light side, to, to be a Jedi means overcoming all of those obstacles, moving mountains, literally raising planes and, and rocks and and doing things that are extraordinary but are difficult to do because being in the light takes more energy. And that's why what I'm doing here and talking about exercising and nourishing the four parts of self, what this does, it strengthens us so that we can be more in the light and away from the dark side. So when I talk about that dark side that's inside of us, you know, it's that part of us that feels like we're never good enough, that feels like we're a disappointment to those that we strive to be like or that we look to as role models, that we see on the news or we see in, in the media and, and they're portrayed, you know, one of the things that bugs me about the way that people portray themselves in the media is you always see, yeah, I'm looking great. And they have the makeup and the perfect lighting and, and the photoshopping and all that stuff to make themselves look great. But what's really going on underneath that? Who is that person really? So, you know, we see in the media how people portray themselves to be, but what are they really like? You know, it surprises us when we hear about stars who are in the limelight and they're doing really great and making a lot of money and they're famous. And then all of a sudden we hear they're having a mental breakdown or they're in rehab or they commit suicide or horrible things happen because what we see on the outside is not always what's going on on the inside. And we see these people that put up this mirror or this image of being this perfect person and then we think that if we're not that perfect person, it means we're less than, it means there's something wrong. What's wrong with me? And I'm here to tell you there's nothing wrong with you. You know, We all do the best we can on a daily basis and, and it's about living, not just surviving. And it's about finding those things in your life that give you joy, that will balance the pain that we sometimes feel inside. You know, for years, I no matter how well I did, no matter how much I strive to become, I never felt like it was good enough. And I finally threw that away, because as I started to treat myself like my own best friend, I realized, you know, if. If I get a B on a test or if I go to help 10 people and I only help 8, you know, oh, let me give you a real example. I would do a presentation at a conference and then I'd get the evaluations back. And typically what would happen is 80% of the people in there say, oh, my God, this was so great. I got so much out of it. And probably uh, 10 to 15% would say, eh, it was okay. I've heard this stuff before. And about 5% would say, oh, that sucked. That was a complete waste of my time. I don't know why I even stayed. I wanted to walk out. This made no sense to me. This was a horrible presentation. And I would look at those evaluations and I would find those 5% and go, oh my God, they hated me. Oh, they didn't like my presentation. And then one day I realized, wait a minute, 80% of the people who showed up really got something out of that. Why do I want to focus on the 5% rather than focusing on the 80? And I realized how much I did this in my life, that I would get 98%, but I, oh, why didn't I just get those last two? And I felt less than, and I felt worthless just because of that. You know, one of the things I hear people say, you know, I'll say, oh, that was really stupid. And they'll say, oh, you're saying I'm stupid? No, I did not say that. I said, this one thing was not the best idea. I didn't say that you are that. So watch for how you do that in your life. You know, are you the kind of person where when someone says, oh, that was kind of weird, you're saying I'm weird? No, it's that one thing. You know, I, I just thought of this. One of the things that I told my daughter as she was growing up, I said, you know, I will always love you even though I might not like what you do. That there's a difference between what you do and who you are. You know, if what you do becomes a pattern, that can become symbolic of who you are. But you know, back in my drugged out days, you know, I would do horrible things to myself and I'd rip off other people and and it was just a nasty way to be. And And I thought, oh God, I'm such a horrible person. And that wasn't true. I was really a good person that was struggling to find my way. I did bad things to myself and to other people that did not make me a bad person. So as I began to get into my recovery, I realized I'm not all bad. In fact, I'm mostly good. I have some bad stuff. I'm not perfect by any means. You know I have bad days I have good days I get down on myself sometimes I still my ego tends to get in the way sometimes and it lowers my self-esteem it happens you know what we're all human again doing the best we can on a daily basis so I want to talk about that voice that's always our worst critic and for those of you who are like I don't know if I have a voice what are you talking about you know it's the one that just now said what voice you know that's the voice It lives in pretty much all of us. So that voice can be strong, it can be weaker, and there are ways to kind of combat that. So I wanna talk about what some of those are so that you can be happier with who you are and where you fit in the world and start to become more of your own best friend. And number one, when that voice starts talking to you, oh, I'm no good, I'm worthless, oh my God, I can't believe that I'm, and your head just chews on you, negative, 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 negative. One of the things to combat that is to look for things in your life you have to be grateful for. Look for that one thing, one thing. If you're not thinking that you don't have anything in your life to be grateful for, find one thing. Whether it's a relationship, whether it's a talent of yours, whether it's uh, something you enjoy doing. If it's just gratitude for the gift of another day, which sometimes is a real struggle. But look for one thing to be grateful for and focus on that. Think about one day. You know, I'll give you an example. I start to think, oh. I was supposed to do this three days ago and I put it off. Oh, I'm such a procrastinator. God, I can't believe I do this to myself and and this whole team is waiting for me to get this in and, and oh, you know, maybe I shouldn't do these videos anymore. Maybe it's not a good idea for me to do podcasts. Maybe I don't need to be doing this anymore. I'll just focus on the retreats and I don't need to be doing this because I don't even know if people like them. I mean, are people even in, in my head, right? It's just going off on me and I can choose to give that a lot of energy. But instead, it's like, okay, I really like that last one that I did about values and how that came out. That was really cool. I like that. So I want to do more of those. And you know I'm really grateful that I have this opportunity whether people watch it or not you know it would be great if more people did because I'm hoping that you're getting like one or two nuggets out of each of these but I'm really doing this I just want to shout to the world we can be better at treating ourselves like our own best friends rather than our own worst enemies there are ways to raise self-esteem and let go of ego so this is my mission so whether it's three people watching this or three million You know, I'm going to put the same energy into this. I want these to be the best that they can be for you because you deserve that. So what I do is I focus on that. You know what? Even if one person gets something out of it, it's worth it. So it's worth putting this time into it. So I'm going to continue to do these. Whether my head tells me that, but only 20 people watched last week. So what? I'm talking about the long term. Maybe in the future it'll be, it'll turn into 20,000. I don't know, but I really enjoyed last week. And I, I keep hearing all these people talking about all this negative stuff that's going on in their head and how it's affecting them in their lives. And I just want to reach one person. So I don't know if that's you. I don't know if I'm doing this for me. If there's someone else that really needs to hear this, but that's why I do this. So I'm not looking to become you know it'd be great if there were millions of people that watch this and came to my retreats and did all that but the reason is so that we have a world that's more grounded in self-esteem rather than ego so that people start to treat themselves better so that that voice in your head that's always knocking you down and telling you you're not good enough that you don't have to you don't have to give it energy anymore you know you choose where your energy goes so if you keep feeding that ah Let me tell you this story. I don't think I've talked about this yet, and if I have, excuse me for repeating myself, but I really like this story and I think it illustrates it perfectly. It's an old Cherokee story about uh, the grandfather is talking to his, his grandchildren about this battle inside of us, and it's the black wolf and the white wolf that are constantly battling. And the black wolf is about anger and jealousy and greed. And and all of those negative energy kind of feelings and fear. And the white wolf is about love and acceptance and hope and all the wonderful things that there are in the world. And there's this constant battle going on inside of us between the black wolf and the white wolf. And one of the children is, is looking very scared at his grandfather and said, But grandfather, which wolf wins? And the grandfather says, Whichever one you feed. So I challenge you today to feed the white wolf. There are good things about you and who you are and where you are in your life and what's going on. You know, look for that one thing to be grateful for, one thing to be happy about and focus on that. And then that one thing turns into two and that two turns into four. And you know, if all you're thinking about is, oh, I have to take out the garbage. Oh my God, this is so horrible. I need to take out the garbage. You know what, I don't want to focus on that mmm let's focus on ice cream sundae Oh, an ice cream sundae vanilla ice cream with caramel sauce on it and sprinkles and maybe chop a banana into it wouldn't that be awesome well huh for that 15 seconds I wasn't thinking about the garbage I was thinking about the ice cream sundae so you can shift your thinking when those dark thoughts come in about yourself about things going on in your life look for that one thing the two things, the five things, the more you think about the positive things that are going on in your life, the more those are gonna start to grow. And, you know, as I work with people in coaching, I watch as at the beginning of our sessions, you know, they're filled with anxiety. They're filled with fear. I don't know if I can make movement in my life. I think I'm just stuck here. And we start to work slowly about what do you see for yourselves? What do you want for yourselves? And, and we start to move slowly towards that. And they start to make great progress in their lives. And it's so awesome to watch that happen. You know, I have these two clients right now that are truly superstars and I saw it in their first session and the cool part is now they're starting to see it for themselves and I love that. So that voice that's inside that's always telling you how horrible things are and how horrible you are, choose not to listen to it today or just for the next 10 minutes. Find something else to do that's fun, that's, that's enjoyable for you and, and battle the black wolf by feeding the white wolf. Look for the things to be grateful for. Look for ways to be of service. I have found that that's one of the greatest things that we can do for each other. Look for a way to be of service to others. You know, one of my favorite things to do when I'm at Disney Springs or I'm at one of the parks and I'm walking around and I see a family and the dad or the mom is taking a picture of everyone else in the family. And I'm like, you know what? Can I take that picture for you? They're like, oh, thank you so much. And they get to all be in the picture together. And to me, that is an act of service. If somebody drops something to pick it up, to open the door for someone who's look looks like they're struggling with something. You know, it's little ways. Being of service doesn't mean habitat for humanity. You're gonna go build five houses and you're gonna join this. That's That can be service, but service is little ways to be of service to others. If you know a neighbor is having a bad day, go... You know, buy them a gift, you know, some flowers, some donuts, some something, and give it to them and say, Hey, just want you to know I was thinking about you today. I hope you have a really good day. I know you're going through some rough stuff today, but I just wanted to give you a little bit of light. The littlest thing, because you feed that white wolf, you do something to be of service to others, and all of a sudden you feel better about yourself. So I know to, for me, you know, my morning prayer every day is about help me to be of service to others today. What can I do to be of service? And today, it's doing this video. This is one of my ways to be of service. So hopefully you got something out of this and and this is gonna be useful to you, but just know you are not alone. You're not alone feeling like you're an alien dropped here from another planet. God, do other people feel this way? Do other people think this way? And the answer is yes, a lot of us do. Most of us do. So as you're seeing someone else struggle, help them to get out of their hole, to get out of their blackness, their darkness, so that you can help them find that light. And it's, it's hard sometimes, but I will say to not sacrifice yourself to help somebody get into the light. You know, I worked with a lot of people in the past who grew up in alcoholic families, or they were in alcoholic or drug-addicted relationships, and as as that person who was an addict or an alcoholic kept sinking farther into the darkness, they tried to help them to get back out of it, and there has to come a time where it's like, you know what, I love you and I want to help you, but... I cannot continue to go down the rabbit hole with you. So I wish you well. And when you're looking to get help, I am here for you 100%. But I'm not going to go down to that into that hole with you. So it's okay to have boundaries with it, too. So I I don't want you to think in any way that I'm saying, oh, continue to be there for that person and help them, even though it might be hurting you, too. You know, it's important to have boundaries as well. But help yourself before you help others. You know, it's kind of like that airplane thing. We get on an airplane and what do we hear? If for any chance the air pressure changes and the masks fall, put your own mask on first before you assist others. So the whole point of this series is to help you to put your mask on and to do things to help yourself, to improve the quality of your life, to help you raise your self-esteem and let go of the ego. Ego does not serve us. You know, it's not about being in the limelight. It's not about, you know, oh look how great I am today. You know, I watch these people on Facebook, who, you know, they always do the glamour shot when they do a shot of themselves, a picture of themselves. They're changing their profile picture every week, and it's a different glam shot of themselves. And I think, oh, stop doing that. Just be yourself. You don't have to put on this image for other people. I remember a, a, you know, a year or two ago. Yeah, I don't even remember how long it was. I was having a really bad day. And I posted, I'm having a really bad day. You know, they're not all beautiful. I'm, I'm having a rough day today. And I'm, I'm having self-doubts. And I'm down on myself. And, and it was okay for me to do that. And I had people reach out to me and say, Hey, I'm sorry you're having a bad day. You know, is there, if you need to talk, give me a call. And it was really nice to, to have people who were there for me, just like I'm there for other people. And it it was kind of refreshing. And I don't have to put on this image of being perfect because my life is in no way perfect. You know, I have my struggles with everybody else. I have my down days. I have my down moments. I have my darkness. There are days where I just want to say, screw it. I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm just going to go get a job at Publix and just make an easy living and just do that. And And there are days where it's just hard. It's just hard. But you know what, we all have those, and it's okay. And just get through those days. Put one foot in front of the other. Do the best you can. And tomorrow, hopefully, you'll feel better than you did today. But the whole point is to treat yourself like your own best friend, rather than your own worst enemy. And you can do this. And you can find yourself in the light. You can not give in to the dark side and be okay. So watch for the way you treat yourself. Start to do little things to find gratitude, to be of service, to do things to get out of the negative thinking that happens all the time. And if you have any comments for me, you have any questions for me that you want to address, shoot me an email, randy at randyspeaks.com. I am happy to answer any questions and I can answer them uh, in future episodes. Um, If it looks like it pertains to other people, I'm happy to do that, absolutely. I mean, I wanna give you material that's gonna be useful to you. So I don't wanna just sit here and talk if you're like, oh God, this is the same thing all the time. Hopefully it's not. Hopefully there's something new each week that I'm bringing to you, something new to think about, a different perspective for something, that's what I'm looking to do. But the whole theme that runs through the entire program is to raise self-esteem. Let go of ego. Begin to treat yourself more like your own best friend rather than your own worst enemy. And anything is possible if you just get out of your own way. That's sometimes. So thank you for tuning in. I really, really appreciate you you being here. And I hope you got something out of this. And um, have any questions, shoot me an email. Randy at randyspeaks.com. And I hope one day that we get to meet.